Alexander Snitker, libertarian, Republican, and political hack, and Adrian Wiley, born-again anarchist and political has-been. Banter, blather, and joke about current events while attempting to figure out whether to keep trying to salvage our constitutional republic or just stock up on marshmallows to roast on the smoldering embers of society. It's time for Unattended Baggage. Why, thank you, Ledge. Hello, everyone in Podcastville or Internet Land or wherever you may reside. This is Alex, co-host Unattended Baggage. Along with me is my radio life mate, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Adrian, chairman of the Building Materials Projectile Staging and Logistics Committee of the West Central Florida Guild of Professional Anarchists, Local Chapter 151, Wiley. How are you, sir? What's with all the voices today, dude? That was like three different voices that, in one That thing. was, yeah. I, I, I don't know if you think you're uh, um, Jim Henson today or what's going on. Today. You know, here's the thing. Like, when I started doing it, it just, it just hit me. Is that me. Miss Piggy in your lap there? <laughs> and I'm just happy to see it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, when I was doing it, I just, I felt something come over me to try different voices at the same time to see if I liked any of them. So it's your multiple personality syndrome uh, coming I guess a little again. bit of it yeah. did come out. Sounds it, that way. It only took till 126 episodes. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad the medication's keeping it under control. So we're at episode 126. 126, huh? Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. We've been doing this way too long. Are you already done with it? Are yeah, let's, let's do something else. Yeah. You, you want to yeah, do we, something we, else? We just need to wrap this up well, and do something new. You said yeah. that you wanted to do like a sports show, right? Today? Yeah. Is yeah. that what you want to do? Yeah. I mean, we're not going to do that, but like, you know. Oh, we can't do a sports show? Well, like, I mean. Actually, now I don't want to do a sports show. That now, was, that was so five minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the hell I want to do. <laughs> You're like a fucking, we, like a I, chick I, now. What we are you have doing? to do the entire show in pop culture references. Really? Yeah. Yeah. That that would be it. Game over, man. Game over. <laughs> yeah, now I've got nothing. So. You got nothing. Right, I I'm started done, this. Off. I'm done with that show idea now. It's it's past that. <laughs> you fucking moved on. You move on pretty fucking quick. Yeah, you you've got uh, uh, you know uh, multiple personalities going on, and I've got uh, some serious ADD. Yes. Today, so sounds like it's going to be a great show. So uh, so what's going on in your world, my friend? Okay, so there's a lot of different things to get to. So I'm going to start with. You know what? I'm going to start with the, the first one that I'm a sucker for door to door salesman. Yes. What I put down there. Yes. Okay. So here's what happened. So Mikey's at the office with me on Wednesday, and we don't hardly ever get any door to door salesman where I'm at, you know, because we're in a, we're in a, yeah, warehouse it's like an space. industrial, yeah, it's industrial park, right. warehouse you space. Wouldn't, you wouldn't think you would. You don't normally get some. You do get some from time to time, right. but you don't get too many. Well, there is this Asian woman, an Asian man that walked in. Now, I was way in the back at the time. And Mikey comes up and says, hey, there's two people here, Dad. So, and I'm walk up, probably not with a face that was like, I don't, you know, what's, what's your problem? Right. And so they walked up and they were selling bags of, it had like CBD soap in it. Right. And it had like a, 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 like a leather wallet and uh, like a little tool thingy and a pair of socks. <laughs> everything a working man needs i guess so right <laughs> I mean, and they're trying to do this branding campaign or what i don't know right. whatever their whatever their line was it worked obviously um but so they said this and the woman you know she's going door to door and it looks like the guy's kind of training her i think is what it was um nice looking girl though you know nothing you know nothing crazy um uh, wasn't extremely hot either though you know what i'm saying right but she asked me and, and she's like well do you know how much this bar sells for in new york it was the bar of soap and i'm like Again, I have no idea, so I'm like, five bucks. She's like, no, it's like $40 in New York. <laughs> How did you resist the urge to say, well, honey, you ain't in New York. This is Pasco County. <laughs> you know, I wish I wish I would have had the, the wherewithal to say that. But she told me, she's like, oh, no, it's $40 here, but we're selling this gift bag as a way to, for, for branding expansion for $20. <laughs> and I'm like... The night before, somebody gave me 50 bucks. It's like saving $20 yeah. on a bar of fucking well, I soap. I didn't think about that part. But I did think, I'm like, oh, In a bar of soap, like 39 cents? No, I actually do think it's a lot more money than it's, that it's, it's, Especially these bars of soap. Like, these are the ones that are all the hand-cut ones that, you I, know I'm pretty I'm sure a six-pack of dial is still three bucks. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But at any rate, 
I, and I wouldn't use Dial anyway, though. I don't right. use corporate fucking soap. Um, <laughs> I don't use corporate soap. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I totally use corporate soap. Right. I don't know what I'm talking about. I use Old Spice fucking soap, so I don't even know what I'm talking about. Well, now I'm going to use the CBD soap. But at any rate, so I look at them, and I'm like, I am a, like, I'm like, you know what? I got some money in my pocket. Somebody gave me like $50 for Christmas right. that night or the night before. I'm like, you know what, man? 20 bucks. Here you go. You're door door. You're going door to door. I, I and I even said you're going door to door. Got to respect it. Here's twenty bucks, and uh, so I, well, I give them a fifty. They give me thirty back. Whatever, and they moved on. Right. So hey, can I just say for the record? Yeah. That is the reason that you're driving a car with no door handles. <laughs> That's not the reason. That is totally the reason. No, I like driving a car with no door handles. You it's know, fun. Oh, hey, I got fifty bucks burning a hole in my pocket. Let me buy some soap and socks from a door to door salesman. <laughs> I, didn't, I mean, I didn't think that was going to be the case. But I, I'm just a sucker. Look, I've done door-to-door salesman before, and I do realize that if you can get one sale, like it really, it, it makes your whole day. It, oh, yeah. it changes your attitude. And so in order for me to be a good Christmas season person participating or whatever, right. that I decided that I'm going to go ahead and do this. You know, I was uh, very briefly a door-to-door salesman too. And every time someone slammed a door in my face, I was like, nice, I would have done the exact same thing. <laughs> <laughs> good for you, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> so I did that one. But now I tell this story to tell the next story. Okay. And this is the name of it. Okay, hold on. Let me just say it. For, I don't even want to give the title of it away. I want to say the story. Yeah, I, I'm reading it from the show notes here, and I'm thinking, what the hell is this, man? Yeah. All right. So I had, because, you know, I go out sometimes, and especially if somebody's looking for a deep clean, I have to go out to their house, right. take a look at it so I can price it appropriately. Right. So this woman called, and I had an, I had an opening. For, for those of you who don't know, Alex owns a uh, house cleaning uh, company. Yeah, yeah. House and, a commercial yeah. And, and residential cleaning company. Right. So I go out there and I walk around the house and I realize a couple things because it's just obvious to realize. One, they're Jewish. Now, the reason I know that they're Jewish is because you have a bunch of stars of David's and right. menorahs and, yeah. and all that kind yarmulkes of yarmulkes going yarmulkes. on. Well, they weren't wearing yarmulkes. Yeah. But other than that, you can tell some signs that they Man, were Jewish. Was there a menorah somewhere in the house? Yeah, I think so. Okay, yeah. there you go. The second thing I could tell is that they were Democrats. And the reason I could tell that they were Democrats is they had a bunch of positive books about Hillary and Bill Clinton okay. that were vi- visible, you know, just by looking around. On display, not, not as much on display, but just so you could see it. Okay. Now, the other thing is this. The whole time I was in there, I didn't wear a mask. They didn't ask me if I was vaccinated. She did wear a mask, and she said the reason was is that she had a cold, and she didn't want me to get a cold. Okay, well, that's uh, that's very... That's actually very polite of them. Yes. Yeah, very considerate. Yeah. Yeah. And this house was four doors down from the first house I ever lived in when I moved to Florida. Okay. So it was kind of cool, like, you know, right. like, you know, to see the house. And it was an older house, but it was a nice house, though, right on the river road and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So we work out a deal. I get it done, and I'm going to send a team out there on Wednesday, right? Now, the last thing that I expected was for old Jewish retired librarians to be racist. Oh, they were retired librarians. Yes, I I found out in conversation with them that they were retired librarians. Okay. So I send two people on my crew who happen to be black. Okay. Not thinking anything of it, because I'm like, wow, you know, it's just... Again, I was stereotyping, which I shouldn't have done, I guess. Right. And so they're there, and I get a phone call of... Now, the people were saying to them, well, you're not vaccinated. They asked them their vaccination status, right? And then they asked if they would wear masks. You know, they, they're not vaccinated. So, and, and they should have said, in all, in all reality, they should have said, we don't give out our private information about that kind of stuff, which is what they should have said. Right. But again, I don't. But they didn't ask you that question, didn't ask you to no, wear masks. No, no, they didn't. Oh, okay. Not at all. Right. Wasn't brought up. Right. So, now. And I'm just going to say, I know uh, most of the members of your crew, and I I can uh, testify to the fact that they definitely uh, look much cleaner and healthier than you do. (laughs) So if you're just just judging someone based on initial physical characteristics without race coming into play, you'd be thinking, oh, yeah, that Alex dude, he should probably clean himself up and maybe wear a mask. Okay, you I'll know, go with that. Uh, I'll would go with would that. you agree? I mean, well, no, I think I, I look pretty clean. Eh, you know, you got the scruffy beard going on. You're always dressed in like you know, half-ass clothes, and you know that sort what of thing. half-ass clothes. You, you pull up in a car with no door handles. I, I'm asking you to put a mask on. Okay, yeah. all right, fair enough, fair right. enough. So, 
the wife is starting to question these two, right? Right. Then the husband... Like, just question them how, about the vaccine about status. About the vaccine okay. status stuff, right. So they walk out to the car, but then the husband chimes in. Right. And I think in all reality, the husband's probably more of the racist one than the wife. Okay. He's like, I didn't think that that guy hired those kind of people. Oh. Now, here's the thing. You can wow. go with the he said, she said thing, is that maybe they didn't say that. Right. But then when... They couldn't get me on the phone initially, right. so they called one of the owners, right. and the owner on the phone heard, you guys are disgusting, I can't believe he hires you kind of people, and heard it. Now, obviously we didn't go and clean their house. Right. Yeah, you fired them as a client at that point, I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, once I found out the story, yeah. I did. But Jesus I, Christ. But here's the thing, man. Look, I'm not black. I, I don't know the black. Wait. Yeah, I know I'm not. Really? Yeah. I'm not black. I don't know the black struggle. I don't know any of the, I don't know any of that stuff. But I will tell you this though. What I am witnessing now would give me a fucking chip on my shoulder, that's for sure. Right. Like I'm already starting to have a chip on my shoulder and it's one of my employees, not even me. Yeah. It's really starting to fucking piss me off. Now here's the thing. This also shows that racism is a fucking bipartisan fucking... Pro- it's a human problem. Oh, yeah. Not yeah. a... Like, the problem is, and this is where the one of the problems comes into play is, is that people are out there calling everything racist. Right. Instead of selectively picking when something is actually fucking racist. That actually sounds like... Uh uh, that sounds like I think racism is a bigger term, but that definitely sounds like extreme prejudice. Yes, you know? very much so. Yeah, because here's the thing too: like it, it's they're coming in to clean your house. Right, like they're not doing your taxes. Like, well, what's that got to do with it? Because it's it's regardless of what they're they're trying to do, it's the fact that you let a white guy come in and without any of the preconditions that now you're setting on on black people yes you know i so obviously because if they had said the same thing if they had asked you if you were vaccinated asked asked you to wear a mask oh would have done it yeah exactly. well, i would have told them i wasn't vaccinated but i would wear a mask right yeah. so i would have done that yeah exactly because that's it's, it's here's the thing you're going into somebody's house it's only yeah it's, it's only it's, it's fair yeah yeah and but, i got no yeah, problem that, with that that definitely sounds but they like, didn't ask me though right that's yeah. the thing they didn't ask me i know and oh that's the God. part that really fucking pisses me off is that like Here's the thing. I don't want there to be a law against being racist. Like, I don't want there to be one. Right. But society has norms, for lack of a better term. Right. And if you are going to act like that, then you should be outed as a freaking racist. Right. Like, I had no problem with that. As a matter of fact, I think that's the pro- that's the proper way to do it. Because you can't change the way people feel. Right. Like, you can't make a law to change out the way people feel. But society should know what kind of person you are, though. Right. I didn't go back over there, but boy, if there was a time frame in which I was tempted to just walk up to somebody's house, yeah, I would. It was that. Just, no, don't. Oh, do I'm that. not going to do it. Yeah. No, no, I'm not going to do it. But it that was one of those. Bad. It was one of those times. Where oh I'm yeah. Like, I just want to say, why in the world would you think that I wouldn't hire people of all colors, right, in this country? I'm, I'm going to hire people based on their qualifications yeah. and their capability of doing the job. Like it's a meritocracy, right? Yeah, we're we're going to hire people that we want. I mean, look at this point, I my bar is pretty fucking low. I didn't think you would hire those kind of people. Yeah, wow. Like there's no way to get around that. Yeah, right? no, there's just not. There's like there's just not. not a misinterpretation yeah. or anything like that. Right. They weren't there, but a minute. Right. So the only thing you can gauge it on is the way they look. Right. That's the only way you can gauge it. And they just use the whole vaccine thing as a as an excuse. I mean, don't look. Don't get me wrong. I'm sure that they may had a concern about the vaccine. Right. But they didn't really have a concern about the vaccine when I was there no. because not one time did they ask me if I was vaccinated. Right. And they didn't ask if my crews were vaccinated. Right. They didn't ask any of that shit. Yeah. It's just so fucking annoying. Like, if you're gonna be racist, do me a favor and just shut the fuck up. Well. I have to say I'm I'm very selective and and uh, for the record uh, your uh, company cleans my house as well yeah and uh, I'm very selective about who comes to my house as well but you know the reason for that is I like this one girl Kelly just because she's smoking hot and I love to watch her you know yeah uh, clean yeah clean oh, the house yeah. yeah scrub that shit bitch. Yeah, yeah yeah so <laughs> which is Alex's wife by the way. <laughs> oh, so man. I just like I. I'm running into these situations now, and like I didn't think that I was gonna have to, especially from Jewish people. But I guess that's a thing. 
I, yeah, I, I think it you know transcends all that. Well, I know. Yeah. Look, it does. I don't think you can. I don't think all Jewish people are racist. Right. But I don't think that there's no racist people that are Jewish. Yeah. yeah. I just but and like I look at it like this. Like I'm sure I'm, I'm positive that these people have probably called Republicans all racist. Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Well, see, they think they're not racist because uh, they vote for people who are going to steal money from people and give it to black people. Yes. You know, they just don't <laughs> right. want them in their homes. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I, I know. When, it's so fucked up. Which you're like, like, like here's the thing. In, in a world right now in which we're dealing with so many things that are called racist that aren't. Right. When these instances come up, it just gets really fucking well, annoying. And, and it goes to show you how a, a lot of, uh, you know, people of a variety of ethnicities are very trigger happy about calling someone racist probably because they've experienced so much of it in their lives yeah you know like your crew they're going home thinking motherfuckers man it's just everywhere you know what i'm saying yeah and uh you know i gotta say i guess i i have to be classified as a racist myself in in certain ways because i beat the fuck out of a black man a muslim and an indian last night You know, so I guess that, that is a little like the beginning of a joke for some reason. Well, it's a poker game. <laughs> my, my my poker boys. So I actually I, I wouldn't say I beat the fuck out of them. I only came out about 20 bucks ahead, but they were all down. So, you know, white man oppressing oh, minorities again. All of them lost money and you only won 20 bucks. Yeah. But another another uh, actual white man, another another, another white honky. man cleaned house. Oh, so, Jesus. yeah. So. He's white, just appropriating white, all that, all white that man, money. Uh, white men oppressing the minorities again. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so now. Hey, speaking of which, hang on a second. Uh, Before we move on, I got to tell a little funny story about going to the poker game. So it's it, it, last night it was at a guy whose house we had never played at before. All right. Okay. So we, we tend to switch it up, but uh, normally there's only a couple people uh, that we play at their houses. and. <coughs> Excuse me. Sorry about that. You still got that cough going, huh? I know. I can't kick it. It's It's been lingering. Um, but uh, so it's it's out in the middle of BFE, New Tampa. And I'm talking about the area, you know, like the area between Ehrlich um, and like racetrack and where it's all the just the country roads, winding roads, shit like but, that. But this side of 75, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This side of 75. Okay. And it's it's out there in the area that they're building up so fast but it's it's the infrastructure is all just windy country roads through nowhere right? yes yeah okay yeah. cool area so um i have <laughs> i i have disabled and destroyed location on my phone so much that i can no longer use gps at all it just does not function on my phone right so i can't do like turn by turn directions. so i'm thinking okay i'm gonna go to this new place i've never been before i look it up on the map you know, uh, before I leave, and I, I write down on a post-it note, you know, all the turns I've got to make, and it's like 15 turns, you know, and it's all these dark country roads. But and why everything. not just print out the thing? Um, well, I, you know, I just wrote it down real quick because I knew some of the area. I just, I just kind of wrote down the, okay. the roads that right. I, I needed to make sure to catch. And uh, so, <laughs> I, I of course missed a turn, and I'm like, oh fuck! Now I'm just hopelessly, not hopelessly lost. I knew the general area I was in, but I'm on these back, you know, no name roads and everything like yeah, that. Yeah. Is it dark out? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's it's nighttime, and so, um, so I pull up my phone. I'm like, oh fuck it! I, I got to turn on GPS briefly here. It was so bad I couldn't even get GPS working on my phone. <laughs> So I eventually figured it out, but I was 20 minutes late to the poker game, you know. But, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I, I got to say, I, I almost caved. and, and well, well, I did cave. I, I was going for it, but I, I couldn't make it work. And thankfully, I, you know, I circumvented my own weakness by <laughs> disabling it so You were thoroughly. so good at disabling it. Yes. You aren't good enough to well, undisable it. I could have done it, but I would With have had to. time. Yeah, I would have had to pull over and, you know. Like, there was so much going on there, probably though. Probably bootstrap that it was, my phone. That's kind of like a safety mechanism for <laughs> exactly. you. Exactly. Like, in case you get weak, yeah. it's yeah. so hard to do. Yeah, in a true emergency, like, if I'm lost in the wilderness, I could probably make it work if I needed to. But uh, being 20 minutes late to the poker game uh, was not enough motivation to. To get it back on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> but look, I understand why you do it. Right. I just I, I can't do it. I, I'm always willing to uh sacrifice convenience for uh freedom, you know, and, and security. Or privacy. And privacy. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. So <laughs> it's just funny. Yeah, and then so I so I go to this house. Nice house, by the way. A real nice house uh, this guy had. And uh <laughs> they've got this guest bathroom. And it's completely 
Spartan. It's a guest bathroom, you know, yeah. so it's got like the one thing of soap, the one hand towel, and really nothing else in it, you know, because yeah. it's just it's by the front door, it's for the guests to go in. And big house, like 3,000 square foot house, you know. Nice. Um, and I go in there, and <laughs> there's a big, giant, like industrial sized bottle of Lubiderm on the back of the toilet <laughs> with only like an inch left in it. And so I get back out. I'm like, dude, what's the Lubiderm for in case one of your guests wants to rub one out? <laughs> it's like, who does that? Who has that Spartan guest room with the Lubiderm? He's like, oh, yeah, my wife left it in there. I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> Sure, she did. <laughs> What's going on in that fucking bathroom? I, I, yeah, Those walls know. can talk, by the well, way. Well, all I know is that his wife was out of town, and that's why we hosted poker at his house that night. So, no. eh, you never know. No. Team and Eddie, boy. Oh, my gosh. So, that's that's uh, that's my story, and I'm sticking to it. All right. I have one more story before we actually get to the news. Yeah, I, I, I don't think we will actually get to the news. Is the way we're going with this. And right after that, we're going to sports. Yeah. <laughs> I had a wonderful moment with my son that I think I will remember for the rest of my days. Right. And this is the first time that me and Mikey sat down in the garage and listened to the entire album of Dark Side of the Moon. Yeah. Like, that was really fucking... Because here's the thing. If you listen to a song on Dark Side of the Moon, it doesn't do the same kind of thing as if you listen to the album from beginning to end. Right. Like, listening to the album is... An experience in and of itself. It's it's greater than the sum of its parts. Right. And don't get me wrong, I was pretty high at the time. Right. Um. But just being able to listen to it and have and he and he actually for a little while shut up like he didn't talk. Right. And he just listened to it with me, and I was just like, oh, what a father son moment this is. Yeah. Like the first time, Dark Side of the Moon, like twenty twenty one. Yeah. Like it was like one of those weird it's one of those weird things that you're just so happy that you like 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 it was just so happy of a moment. I was just like I didn't even want it to end and then I passed out but you you don't even realize uh cuz you probably haven't gotten that far in my book yet. Okay? Yeah. But there is a literally a scene in my book where the father and son are sitting in the basement listening to and in this case it happened to be shine on you crazy diamond oh my gosh and it's like a a deep moment between the thing two oh, in the shit. book i gotta yeah. get, i gotta get, make sure i get back to reading it now <laughs> and i thought because obviously you hadn't read it you probably would remember yeah, well, that i would remember that part. yeah but uh I, I just think it's funny and i i wrote that because i think that is like a kind of a thing that all fathers or mothers should do with their kids you know sit down and listen to some pink floyd yeah, because you know? yeah, I did that with my kids as well, and, and now they're uh, you know both big fans, especially yeah. my younger son. Yeah, I know. And Mikey's been listening to it by himself. He actually listened to it with Kelly one time. Like right. he's been yeah. he's been he's been really going on the Pink Floyd and the Pink Floyd kick, which right. I've been very nice to see. Like I like that he likes some of those music. I mean, Danielle hates old music because she calls everything you know every unless it's been put out in the last six months, she doesn't want to hear it. Yeah, unless it's Christmas music because that stuff's just blaring. Well, I think house. we pretty much established that Danielle has no taste whatsoever. Uh, no, not really. When it comes to music, yeah. she and I'm looking just around this it. office, and if there could be like a motivational poster hell, this is it. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, all this office needs is. I, I mean, it, 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 to give you an example, I'm looking at one that is a framed picture of two flowers that says "You can change the world." Another one says "Peace, love, hustle." What do we got over here? Oh, kind people are my kind of people. I mean, dream, just, believe, achieve right here. Uh, all, uh, even if it makes others uncomfortable, I will love who I am. Even if it makes others uncomfortable, I will love who I am. I mean, we're just surrounded by this. I, I, it, all we need is a cat hanging off a tree branch saying, hang in there. <laughs> <You know? laughs> that, that's about what that, that, that's all this office needs. So uh, for her to disparage any type of, of music or art or anything like that is just, you know, it's just. So, nonsensical but, but as she as she was listening to her christmas music this morning i changed the station to mariachi bands nice so, nice love good mariachi nice. band oh yeah yeah i, I love like salsa and merengue too i always feel like i'm in disney whenever i hear a mariachi band for some reason i don't oh, know really? why huh. yeah it just i feel like that's always the background music whenever you're there i feel like i'm in a mexican restaurant i sometimes i feel like that too yeah but i feel more disney than mexican because when uh when my wife and I were first married, we had this corner Mexican restaurant that we used to go to all the time. They always had a mariachi band, oh. you know, and they would always come to your table, and I'd be like, hey, 
here's here you go here's five bucks go away because yeah. <laughs> I love to hear you at a distance but yeah, I, I don't, don't wanna, I don't need I don't you right want here. you over my food you know I don't want to have to pretend like I'm I'm looking at you and enjoying the music the whole I'm just trying to eat my fucking enchilada yeah you know what I'm saying but I like you as background music right yeah I do love mariachi bands by the way yeah you can't not I yeah. mean how do you yeah how do All you right. not love I, I'm like I'm always smiling whenever I whenever I'm near a mariachi band because yeah. they're just so fun yeah especially ones that have a little bit of character with them as well whether you know like yeah 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 you know oh yeah yeah like exactly. you get a couple of those yeah. Yeah, and, and they're Not like a lot, harmonizing. But a couple. Yeah. I want just a couple of those. I like it. I like it. All right. So let's get to the news now. All right. Well, considering we're already 25 minutes in. <laughs> I think people like to hear <laughs> might, be, stuff. might be time. Might be time. All right. So we have all the COVID stuff up front. However, um, we have to start somewhere else <sighs> first, though. We have Fuck to start COVID. somewhere else first, though. Now, hang on a second. I, I, I do want to say. No, let's start. Let's start in, in COVID. And the first thing I want to talk about is Twitter is now penalizing users who claim vaccinated people can spread COVID-19. <laughs> so they're literally kicking off people who who say... Who that, tell the truth. Who, yeah. And the CDC is now basically saying the same thing. Like, we have, um, you know, so many stories about that that basically uh, vaccinated people are primarily the ones getting the Omicron variant. Yep. And they're spreading it to other vaccinated people. Mm-hmm. You know? And but if you say that on Twitter, I mean, it's just such a disconnect right now between, you know, the actual reality, the actual facts of the matter and what the thought police, you know, uh, allow you to say in public. Well, yeah, because they don't want you to announce the, ne- the, the if you counter the narrative, even with but the it's truth, not, you're not even countering the narrative anymore because they're actually coming out with the numbers and predominantly vaccinated people are getting Omicron. Yeah, but that's not the narrative, though. Well, how is it not the narrative if that's the data they're releasing? But, but they, here's the thing, though. They're hoping that you're dumb enough to not look at the data and to listen to the headlines as most people do. It's it's un- oh, no, actually, I, I think in, in talking to a lot of people over the past couple of weeks, um, at least again, I, I don't know how it is in the rest of the country. I'm just talking about Florida, and I think Florida is a special kind of you know <laughs> mindset here we i do really believe we have a different mindset than most of the rest of the country oh right now we do oh totally. when it comes to this issue we totally do you know why because we've been living in the freedom right exactly uh, but i i think most people are now even saying oh yeah the vaccine the vaccine really doesn't do anything you know i mean it helps a little might it might help the severity but it's not going to stop you from getting it it's not going to stop you from spreading it and that's what probably the majority of people think at this point and i think once you start to really believe that and understand it you just got to go i got to get on my life yeah you know well not only that though the cdc actually put out something now where it warns americans not to get the johnson and johnson shot over a blood clot risk following nine deaths okay we had been talking about that like five six months ago yes you know and at that time if we were to say that on social media we would have been kicked off. Yep, that's right. You know, and now the CDC is telling people the exact same thing that we were telling them six months ago, and a lot of other people were telling them six months ago. Yeah, this is the problem with 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 calling things misinformation, right? Because it, it, at least in in the case of COVID, about half of the things that they were calling misinformation back six months a year ago have now turned out to be one hundred percent factual, and now ha- it has become the government line. Yeah, you know. It's unbelievable. Not only that, though, the Moderna COVID jab carries a slight risk of a non-serious heart problem. A study of the entire population of Denmark found on Friday. Yeah. Like, here's the thing. (laughs) What do you? That's two of the three shots. Right. That and they and they knew it and they fucking knew it. Yeah. And now and here's the thing. So you could have natural immunity. Right. And if they will, they refuse to admit or accept or publicly state that natural immunity is even it is even the same, even though it's better. Right. But it's even the same as uh, getting the shot. Right. When in all reality, it's better than getting the shot. And that's that's a scientific fucking fact. Right. It's not even like a uh, it's not up for debate, really. Right. And. The world is so screwed up right now, and and those that are part of the mainstream corporate media, whatever you want to call it, are so fucked up that if you even try to say a true thing that goes against the narrative, they will 
do what they can to shut you down. There are ESPN hosts right now that are losing their job at the end of the season. That woman sideliner is losing her job at the end of the season. And the reason why is because she said something that was true. Not right. even mean. Right. It wasn't mean. It wasn't even like it wasn't even like a it wasn't even that bad of a thing. Like when I found out what she said, I was just like, that's what you're gonna get rid of for. Wait a second. Hang on a second. There are literally situations now where you could uh, copy and paste a quote either from the CDC or even from Joe Biden, post it on Twitter or Facebook and end up getting banned yeah. from those platforms because you 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 didn't even say your own thought. You just copied and pasted something from the CDC or something from Joe Biden. Yeah. And because you did that, uh, you would be kicked off. It's, it's absolute insanity, the world we're living in. And the, the good news about it is I think it's going to kill social media completely, like I wrote in my book, The Cassandra Trigger. Um, available on Amazon. Available on Amazon. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's astounding that that more people aren't just up in arms about this because this is such blatant propaganda. This is such blatant, you know, in, in sock, you know, uh, to, to quote uh, 1984 George Orwell, um, that it, it's unbelievable. And I, I don't think enough people are really – understanding how bad this is and this is actually more the corporate world than it is the government in this case well you know, I think they're, they're under pressure from government but it, it's they could hold firm if they wanted to yeah too many of them don't want to though they just don't they, want they, to. they don't want to yeah. they want to they, yeah. they they buy in they buy into life just like look if you hear about omicron right now they are talking about how this thing is going to you know it's going to overwhelm the system. It's going to cause all these more deaths. It's going to be a dark winter if you're not vaccinated and all this other kind of shit, right? Now, here's the thing. Britain's Omicron wave may be no worse than a flu pandemic, an expert has said. Right. As the first major study that bad. into the new uh, new variant suggests it is less severe than Delta. The Omicron... And Delta was fairly mild. Yeah. Omicron should be considered a great thing as far as this is concerned right. because it's way more transmissible which means a lot more people will get it and it's, it's extremely so far mild. less severe yeah. that the number of deaths now don't get me wrong people are still going to die I'm not saying they're not going to die even though the numbers that they've given for the number of deaths are totally inflated there's no getting around that either oh for Omicron? no 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 for just for the coronavirus oh, it, itself COVID-19 in general yeah because here's the thing what they're doing is this if you there was a person that got shot and died. They did a blood check. <laughs> yeah. He had the coronavirus. That counts as a coronavirus death. Yeah, motorcycle accident too. Yeah, yeah. and a motorcycle accident. Basically, yeah, what happened is is uh, they counted all deaths, and they did this throughout the, the pandemic, all deaths where someone died of something with COVID. And and that's how they, they were classifying it. Yeah. Deaths with COVID. Yeah. And that's inevitably what happened, and that's why the deaths among the extremely elderly with pre-existing conditions were the highest. Because, you know, look, if someone's got Alzheimer's, diabetes, cancer, and COVID, okay, do you really say they died of COVID? And they're 86. Yeah. You know, did they really die of COVID? Well, according to the numbers, yes, that's a COVID death. Yeah. If they tested positive. Don't get me wrong. That might have been the straw that broke the camel's back Yeah, it was a contributing factor, I'm sure. But to, to they were already going to die anyway. Yeah, 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 right. They were six months out. You know, you, all you got there, all you got there was a six month before you were actually going to die. Maybe, maybe not, maybe not even. Maybe yeah. not. So, but you know what's hurting them even more than that? Putting all the goddamn old people in isolation until they're <laughs> fucking dead. Right. Like right. mental health. Like I think what they don't realize is that this is going to. If if done correctly, and if the, and if the proper narrative, the truthful narrative, actually wins out in this, what you will end up finding out is that in all reality, the government response to COVID was far more deadlier and far more damaging to the general public than the coronavirus itself. Well, well, and, and you know, in, 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 to get the death numbers up, uh, one of the things that they're now talking about is how COVID-19 may have killed people who never tested positive for the vi virus, a New Jersey report finds. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> so uh, a new report adds evidence that COVID-19 not only killed directly through infection last year, but indirectly through fear that prevented what might have been life-saving treatment. Okay. So 
they never talk about the the fear and isolation caused by the lockdowns and and how you know these elderly people who the only thing they had left to live for is the possibility of their family coming to visit them on Saturday mm-hmm. you know and now they can't even do that they never talk about that but now they're saying that fear of you know vaccines or, or fear of hospitals or stuff killed a bunch of people no the fear of going to a hospital and being locked in there for a month yeah you know that's what prevented people from doing it. yeah you guys stoking the fear in the population and try to control them is the fucking thing <laughs> right. that did it, you assholes i know i know it, it, it's just so unbelievable and i i do wonder how history is going to look back on this and i pretty much know how the history books are going to be written it's going to be written like this was just such a horrible thing and and you know all that but I got to tell you that, you know, those people just living their lives have probably fared the best in this. Yeah. You know, and again, some people died and there were some, you know, healthy people that died from it. But, you know, healthy people die from pneumonia and and all kinds of things all the time. Sometimes people just fucking die. Yeah. Well, and again, it was it was a real thing. Um, It is a real thing. And it's it's I really believe it's it's coming to an end with the Omicron. You know, that's a. But here's another thing, though. Here's another part of it. This is where you also have to take a little personal responsibility for your own freaking actions. Look, if you eat like shit and if you don't take care of yourself, if you don't exercise, sometimes these kinds of things will fucking kill you. And you know what? That's not anybody's fault but your own. Right. It's not. Look, I'm a little overweight. I I was pre-diabetic. If I die from this, I'm not blaming the fucking government because you know what? It's my own fault for not fucking taking care of myself. Yeah. Well, I'm in totally perfect health, so I, uh, you know, I got oh, no, I know. Oh, no yeah, issues absolutely. with that whatsoever. Oh, well, I, I am. Oh, I know. Uh, why are you being facetious? Uh, because, I hear the sarcasm in your voice. Well, I mean, for good reason. I'm at my perfect weight. I have well, you're no health conditions. Not at your perfect none weight. whatsoever. You, you, well, the only reason you're at perfect, I'm 225, man. You're not at perfect weight. Uh, that's that's like my fighting weight. That's my ideal. No, no, no. Yeah. Well, and I'm in perfect health yeah, too. You're not six foot five. So let's just go there. No, no. I'm only 6'4". You're not 6'4". Either. I'm not 6'4"? No, no, no. you're not. So. Well, in my mind, I am. <laughs> well, good. good. Because in your mind, you're in... But look, but, but what I'm saying is this, though, is that, is that at what point do you have to just admit that if you're not going to be in shape, then you're going to be... You could be in trouble. If you're not going to take any vitamins or things like that... Look, and here's the thing. You may have enough comorbidities to where the shot may be, effect, may be more effective for you. And you may be old enough to where that'll be helpful. But you know what, though? You can't say that those aren't a fucking risk because they are a risk. Because the vaccines have risks. Oh, yeah. Whether you want to admit it or not, they have risks. Right. And you are taking a risk either way. But life is a risk. And and sometimes you're going to take them. And here's the thing. The risks of the vaccine are far less well documented than the risks of the virus itself. So we have a lot less information on the adverse effects from the vaccine, they're dramatically underreported. Yeah. Dramatically underreported. Uh, because the the vaccine reporting database, the federal VAERS system, I think that's it, Yeah, is a completely voluntary system. So unless, and usually what happens is someone gets vaccinated, they go home, they have an adverse reaction, you know, they don't report it to anybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, or, you know, six weeks later, they end up going to the, the doctor with a heart condition um, and they don't necessarily attribute that to the vaccine. Yeah. And, and so the information we have on vaccines and, and like I said, I, me running the numbers, I, I actually believe that it's pretty much a coin flip whether you're better off going unvaccinated and, and running the risk of getting it which now we see with the Omicron variant, you're going to get it with the vaccine or without, doesn't matter. Actually, mm-hmm. my, you might be more likely to get it with the vaccine, according to the numbers, but that could just be because of the per- percentage of the people that are vaccinated at this that, point. Yeah, it could be that. But honestly, if you run the numbers based on real projections of the adverse uh, uh, effects of the vaccines, it's about a coin toss, whether you're better off getting it or not. And so I don't understand how there can be such a a hatred and and a, a you know a uh, malfeasance against unvaccinated people when the the reality of the numbers show that it's like you're you're about the same either way yeah you know uh, especially if you're young and healthy if if you're like you know 75 plus then you're better off getting the vaccine at least for the original variant and the delta variant but now with the omicron it's like you know 
it, it all bets are off anyway. Yeah. So it's apparently all the vaccines are pretty much worthless against this. But variant. here's the thing, though. This is what viruses do. Yeah. They get more transmissible and less severe. That's why you've had colds and flus several times in your lifetime. Yeah. I mean, some people never get them, but most of us. Uh, you know, we'll get a cold every other year or a flu every few Seasonal. years. Yeah, maybe once a year, you know, that sort of thing. Um, but, uh, yeah, and that's why, because they mutate enough, because they go through enough people, they change enough to where your immunity wears off. Yeah, you know? and that's why they have flu shots that are right. voluntary that people can take. Which I never get. Which I, yeah, I never get them either. The, only, the last time I got a flu shot, like I was in the Marine Corps. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. When I was in the Army, they didn't... Um, I don't think they forced it to get any vaccinations at all. In boot camp, you got to get them all. Uh, I don't recall. I mean, maybe they did. Maybe they did. I think but. tetanus was about it. You I, know, I had all, all kinds of shots they got when I was in the Marine Corps. Yeah. I, mean, I don't remember what all the shit was. I, well, I was and one time. One time I was fucking with one of the doctors, and they lost my records, and I had to get them all again. <laughs> really? Yeah. So they just fucking. My roommate was we'll a doctor. Me and him didn't get along very well. Right. And so when I went to medical, your room, hang. Your roommate was a doctor. Well, he was a, a, a medic. Yeah, he's a medic. Oh, okay. And they made me get all my shots again. Mm. So. Well. All right. So I didn't fuck with that doctor anymore. I can tell you that right now. Fuck that COVID. What, what else do we want yeah, to talk about? Yeah, fuck COVID. Okay, look. I got, we got to talk about this enraged monkey thing. Like, I got, <laughs> we, got to, we got to talk about this. Yeah. This is some. Like, I don't even know. Hold on. The, actually, this is a Planet of the Apes dystopian future. Oh, totally. Yeah, totally. So, like, Planet they of the get Apes. a point for this. Yeah. So, enraged monkeys kill 250 dogs by dragging them to the top of buildings and dropping them off out of revenge after pups killed one of their infants in an Indian village. Okay, this is a legitimate interspecies war going on here. Uh, you have, uh, what type of monkeys are those? Uh, let's see, it doesn't say. But yeah, these are uh, kind of, not baboons, but that kind of look about them. You know, I, I don't know what uh, what particular uh, breed of monkeys these are, uh, but anyway, yeah. So apparently, a dog killed a infant monkey, and this entire you know village or tribe of of monkeys said, "All right, we're going to wipe out every dog in these villages," and they did, and systematically did systematically it. committed genocide. Fucking primates, man. <laughs> All of us. <laughs> Holy crap on a cracker, yeah. by the way. So they, they would they would grab the dogs and uh, take them up to the, the top of the tallest building and throw them off. You know, they, they killed 250 dogs in this method. Now, hold on, though. Clearly not content with the extermination of the dogs, monkeys are now said to be going after young children. School children are reportedly being attacked by the monkeys, creating a further sense of panic among the villagers. Okay, at what point are you going to start just killing the monkeys, though? Well, it looks like uh, I'm watching a video now, like surveillance video, and the dogs are fighting back. So here's yeah. here's some dogs trying to attack these monkeys. I mean, this is fucking India, man. This is a fucking war zone. Yeah. A monkey versus dog fucking war zone. Yeah. Oh, God. Here's a picture of a, a, a monkey on the rooftop, you know, about to throw a dog off. This is just insane, man. <laughs> What happens in these places? It, it, it's it's absolutely insane. Yeah. Wish we had more monkeys here in the U.S. Uh, that would be entertaining. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'd, 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 have to, I'd have to go to war with them all. Well, yeah. I mean, you'd, <laughs> you'd have to walk around armed, be ready to shoot a monkey. Yeah, I know. You know? Right? The, I oh, mean, we could bring open carry back. This, this, is, this is legit planet of the ape shit here yeah i mean this this is we like to put things in the dystopian boxes like this is kind of like the, this is <laughs> this is <laughs> like, that yeah this this doesn't re require a leap of logic here this is uh right on the money unbelievable yeah, yeah. Mm. all right so next story by the way oh hang on i was oh. i was i was trying to uh it's the laval l-a-v-u-l village Okay, that's where it's going on. And apparently another nearby village, too. Oh, yeah. Incidents reported in the Mahalagon, M-A-J-A-L-G-A-O-N, and L-A-V-U-L villages in India's Mahashtra. <laughs> I can't pronounce any of these words. Uh, district. So... That's where it's going that's on. That's why you got to go no out there and just start fucking is. killing them now, though. Like, just go out there and start killing monkeys. Yeah. I mean, you pretty much got it. But here's the thing. <laughs> These are intelligent primates, you know. 
Um, so you're not just going to go out and, and easily kill these guys. You're going to have a real fight on your hand. Oh yeah, I no, mean, you got to bring is, the business. This is it's uh, from the perspective you bring of 50 combat. Guy, you bring fifty guys with ARs though. I think yeah. we know who's going to win that one though. Yeah, but you know, it's it's still it's, you may lose a couple. You have to treat it like a a combat event. Yeah, you can't just like you oh, sweep you, and clear. Okay, we're going to go out with some sticks and run off the monkeys. Oh no, no fuck that. No, you're going to lose that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're going to lose that fight. Nine times out of ten, you're going to lose that fight. You need an infantry company. I, I don't get the reference. I know you're doing a reference. I but did I'm a not reference getting there. It. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, the other guys. Oh, okay. Will, okay. It was yeah. when Will Farrell and Mark Wahlberg were talking. Yeah. And they were doing that scenario about the tuna and the lion. Yeah. Yeah. I it vaguely. That that one really didn't stick with me. Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, uh, two points for you. Thank you. All right. Moving on. All right. So, if you don't know this or not, that the time person of the year was picked, and it ended up being Elon freaking Musk. Yeah. Deservedly so. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think you can argue with that. So deservedly slow, so, but then, look, we always knew that he was pretty libertarian. However, he has come up with a new political philosophy, a utopian anarchist. Yeah. I don't even know what the fuck that even means right now, but I'm kind of liking it. Yeah, yeah. He does, I don't mean to suggest chaos, but rather that you're not under anyone's thumb. If that is not a, hold on, hold on. If that is not a accurate description, though, of what we believe, though. Well, not me. Well, you don't want to be under anyone's thumb. Well, no, I don't. But I like the uh, uh, the uh, chaotic. Oh, the chaos factor. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. I'm a big fan of the chaos part. Yeah. yeah. So this is from a, 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 a from an article in Futurism.com. Tesla CEO Elon Musk isn't one to follow the rules, especially when he thinks they're bogus. The billionaire likes to envision a world or perhaps a much smaller society on Mars in which everybody can do as they please without a greater hierarchy of power. Uh, if there's a utopia where people have access to any goods or services that they want, there's plenty for everyone, Must told Times Magazine, after being named the person of the year. If we have a highly automated future with the robots uh, with the robots that can do anything, then any work you do is because you want to do it, not because you have to do it. Right. Kind of, I think he's taking a little uh, Star Trek in with this. I yeah, think. yeah. He's he's a uh, kind of a um, uh, techno utopian uh, anarchist. There, he's more like a uh, a futurist anarcho capitalist. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Which I like, by the way. Well, that's honestly that's. <laughs> I think that is the motivating factor of him wanting to go to Mars is because well, a to save the species from AI, which we've got another story about that. Um, and uh, B, I think he actually wants to uh, build a anarchist society, a, 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 at least a society with no government. You know? Yeah. So, and he said that repeatedly. You know, there should be no government on Mars. You know? Yeah. So, I uh, <laughs> love this guy. You know, just love this guy. Let, let me ask you another question, though. Huh. And I, it, this, I, this is of the rhetorical kind. Okay. Are you so happy? That this is the guy that's taking us to Mars, like yes. that is starting the process to yes. go to Mars. Like, aren't you happy that it's him oh, yeah. and not like Bill Nye, the science guy, or something like that, or even NASA, or, yeah, or even NASA? You know, I, yes, I, I, absolutely, um, because you know <laughs> that's the way it should be done. You know, and I think we're getting more to the, I, look. I, I think we are going down a path where it's going to be ugly for a while, but eventually people are going to. Uh, begin believing in general that they don't need to be ruled. Yeah. You know, and I think it's happening more and more. And I think we're kind of like in an early step where people don't trust politicians. They don't trust politics. They don't trust the system. They don't trust any of the, and I don't want to say the democratic process per se, but, but the, the process, the governmental process, any of that, the system that's the, been created, yes, exactly, exactly, and it's that's still a long way from saying there should be no system. Uh, they're still going to think, well, we just got to fix it and make it better, and you know, so on and so forth. Yeah. But eventually, I think a lot of them will get to that point where they'll just say, you know, yeah, let's let's just not have this at all. Now, because hang, hang on a second, where are you going? Well, no, no, I want to go to the second part of this now because okay. the, because Elon Musk was considered the man of the year. We had Senator, and again, I love this one, by the way. Senator Karen chimed in. Senator uh, Elizabeth Warren. Uh, the dust-up began Monday when Warren took aim at the newly declared Times Magazine Person of the Year, tweeting, let's change the rigged tax code so the Person of the Year will actually pay taxes and stop freeloading off of everyone else. Musk 
Hang on a second. The guy who is literally carrying all the government satellites to space for them. Yeah. The guy who has created uh, the biggest um, clean energy alternative pretty much in the history of mankind. The guy who employs, you know, uh, probably hundreds of thousands of people. I don't know how many people between SpaceX and Tesla and everything. It's a lot. Yeah. Um, He's the freeloader? Yeah. And tell me, Elizabeth. And he's Warren, doing what you want to do, by the way. How much money do you make, and what do you do? Uh huh. <laughs> you so, know, and where do you get that money? So oh, from tax dollars. So that's oh, I get it exactly. Oh, and insider trading, of course. Well, of course, yes. So Elon Musk goes, stop projecting. Yes. Um, Musk told <laughs> yes. Warren, uh, including a link to the 2019 piece uh, opinion piece, calling her out on her false claims of Native American ancestry. <laughs> right. You remind me of uh, when I was a kid. And my friend's angry mom would just randomly yell at everyone for no reason. And then added must. He says, please don't call the manager on me, Senator Karen. Oh, my God. He, <laughs> he that's the other read that this article. He actually called her Senator Karen. Oh, God. This guy, I love him. And he also tweeted, if you, and if you open your eyes for, for two seconds, you would realize I pay more in taxes than any American in history this year. <laughs> well, because right. he had to do when he sold a bunch of the stock and stuff. You got to pay taxes. Yeah, didn't at that he? Point. Didn't he just have to pay like uh, you know a lot, <laughs> like a lot. three billion in taxes or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so Joy Reid is and look, and I got to tell you, man, this woman. Look, we've no look, we've talked to Joy Reid, or maybe not we, but I have talked to Joy Reid. Yeah, I don't many, know many many years ago because she was a reporter out of Tala or out of Jacksonville. Okay, and. It, it was just it was weird because she was not like this. She was not this racist then. But now this what she says is for so many reasons, being a freeloader and a selfish and disrespectful one and for misappropriating black vernacular for misogynistic purposes. What? Elon Musk is the absolute worst. What what's what is calling her a Karen is now a black thing. That was never a black thing. Yeah. I mean, it was a universal thing. Yeah. But. And so wait a second. So is she saying that black people are misogynistic? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> so hang on a second. White person calls someone a Karen. It's misogynistic. They and are cultural appropriation. And cultural appropriation. But a black person calling someone a Karen, it's not. I guess not. I get not in Joey Reed's mind. You know, I don't understand these people. Now, Elon Musk also responded to her. Oh, good. And then... Uh, and it's it's in it's in quotations. Lack of Joy Reid is a lobbyist for Senator Karen. <laughs> is she really? No. Wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I mean, well, not officially, probably. Yeah, that would be against the yeah, that would against be against the rules. rules. Not officially, of course. Um, hang on, I, I wasn't going to bring this up, but I now I have to bring it up. Uh, a radio sh- show I heard on Thursday here on a local channel. It was not uh, 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 NPR. It was actually WMNF. Okay. I got that wrong, uh, which is a, a local community radio channel, and they have a show on there uh, called uh, Surly Talk or something like that. It's a, a group of angry feminists is how they describe themselves. So, self-described as self-described angry, feminist. angry feminists. And so they were doing a, a show that they asked callers to call in and nominate the most racist person of the year. Okay, so they were doing a, a races of the year. Call in and nominate, and, you know, we'll vote. So someone calls in and says, I want to nominate Jesse Smollett. Because it, as far as I'm concerned, you know, uh, hiring two black guys, uh, you know, to uh, pretend to be white racist homophobes to beat you up and then report it to the world as a hoax, that's about the most racist thing you can do. <laughs> you know, and hang on a second. These women's response was that black people can never be racist because uh, they lack the power in society to oppress anyone. So by definition, you cannot be black and racist. I don't understand. Well, they changed the definition of racist. I, I guess. I, well, but no, I, that's what they're doing. They're yeah. changing definitions all the time. And they said... Even though uh, Jesse Smollett did commit a hoax, it can't be classified as racist because he still, even though and the, even though he's rich and famous, he still suffers oppression because he's looked at differently when he walks down the street. 
Yeah, he's looking at like a fucking liar who hires his uh, Nigerian uh, lover to uh, beat him up and say, you know, it was a a white uh, supremacist, you know, homophobic white supremacist. I mean, and there's that mindset out there that just makes no sense to me. And, And from my perspective, to say that one can never be a certain way because of their race is probably the most racist thing you can say. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, since you're black, you can never, ever be racist. Well, wait a second. So what you're you're saying is that because of the color of my skin, I cannot have a certain position or I cannot do a certain thing. Yeah. yeah. Really? Isn't that like the definition of prejudice? Yeah. I, I mean, it, it's just insane to me. And how how do these people not understand that? Well, and look, and the bigger problem is, is that there are far too many people. And again, we talked we, earlier in the in the show, we talked about this, where, where I mentioned like this, this, this person that was racist. Right. And that we should be outraged at those people that are racist. Yeah. We should be. I'm not saying that we shouldn't be. But the problem is, is that everybody's got to be on the same page as to actually what racism is. Right. And what to do about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, to call it out, it's it's one of those things where, like, when they talk about the, 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 the civil rights legislation where they stopped, their businesses have to serve you no matter your skin color. Right. That, that was a double-edged sword, though. And the reason I say it's double-edged is, is that... I want to know who the racists are so I don't do business with them. Right. It, yeah, there was a bit of sweeping it under the rug, but look, it probably needed to I'm happen I'm an anarchist. At the time. I don't believe there are, there are any good laws, but I understand from a historical perspective why that was the case because you did have a lot of places in this country that you couldn't, you know, walk into an estate. Yeah, I mean, you had different bathrooms uh, based on race at that time. Yeah, yeah, so, separate but equal was not good. So I I do understand and and that in the realm of laws, no laws should be written, but that was not a bad law yeah, at yeah. the time. But 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 here's the thing is that we're we're not going to get rid of it if you keep stoking the flames in right. a way that people can't agree. Like if you use it as a weapon and you call everything racist, then nothing's racist then. Right. And it's right. so hard to actually fix the problem. But I don't think that some of these people actually want to fix the problem because I think some of these people derive their power from it. Oh, absolutely. And that's absolutely. the problem. That like if it actually gets solved, then they're out of a job, so they don't want to get it solved. Well, and then again, there's others that are just so extreme in their mindset. Uh, like, uh, for example, the editor of the New York Times. Did you hear this story? No. Okay. Editor of the New York Times just got fired. Uh, because she uh, called um, a gun rights group in Michigan and left these angry, cursing voicemails <laughs> saying, you're going to hell, you know, God's going to judge you, all this stuff. The, and they fired her because of it, which uh, you got to give credit to the New York Times. But, you know, how well, do you sleep they did at night? It to a gu- they did it to, she did it to a gun group, a pro-gun group. Right, right. And they fired her? Well, apparently there was a shooting somewhere, and this gun group put out a press release, and they sent it to the New York Times, and she got her hands on it, and she called him up like two times, just cursing him out and everything. You're a bunch of fucking assholes, and you know, you're know, you going to hell if you believe in God, and you know, you're know, you ghouls, and, and all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. And they, they did fire her, so. But that's just the kind of what mindset. A weird kudos to the Times, though. Yeah, it is kind of a weird one. Yeah. I so. mean, but also, though, if you're a, well, look, if you're a reporter, then be a reporter. Just report the news, man. Just re- that's all you got to do. Just report the fucking news. You ain't got to do more than that. You ain't got to do less than that. Just report the goddamn news. Yeah. And yeah. Th- that's the problem. Too many of these people are activists that try to mask themselves as, you know, honest reporters, you know, but they're not. And it's just like listening to NPR when you listen to these things is that just because you say it in a soft voice doesn't mean you're not freaking, <laughs> yeah. you know, doesn't mean you're not, you're not trying to, to, to. To mislead the public in some of these things. Hang, hang on a minute. We got a minute left. You got to hear this audio. Hi, I'm a journalist with the New York Times. Um, I'm just calling to wonder. I have two questions. How do you sleep at night? And aren't you just like a little bit worried that there might be a hell? And when you meet God, He will send you there. That's just my my only question. Third question. Uh, the only people politicizing this seems to be you because you're the only people I got a press release from. Again, I am from the New York Times, and I'm letting everyone in the New York Times know what kind of people you are. Congrats on being a laughing stock. You f***ing ghouls. I hope that there is a God in heaven so he judges you when you die. 
<laughs> Whoa. Right. At least they fired her for it. <laughs> wow. I'm sure she's got to go fund me. It's probably yeah. got a million dollars. Her, her name is Erin uh, Marquise. Yeah, I'm sure she's going to have a GoFundMe. Or Marquis. She's going to get picked up by, you know, Moms Against Guns. Or oh, I'm sure. I'm sure this just kick-started some type of total, you know, uh, radical leftist uh, career for her. But, oh, uh, yeah, she's in. She's in. She's in now. Anyway. Uh, I've done it by design. That is the uh, the first hour of our show. What? Okay. You can't say what because I literally just gave you the five-minute symbol <laughs> five minutes ago and you acknowledged it. So don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> You know how fun it is to do that every time? Like, I get a lot of personal enjoyment out of that. Only because, you know, maybe I wouldn't do it so much if you wouldn't cough so much. I, I know. It's horrible. Uh, but uh, in the second hour, we got a lot of great stuff. So uh, if you want to listen, uh, go to patreon.com forward slash unattended baggage. Sign up, become a subscriber, and we'll see you on the other side.